If there's anyone who knows how to run the numbers in football, it's Pro Football Focus, and they like to dip their toes into the college game too every now and then. So let's find out who are the best quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers in the Big Ten, according to the site. You are locked on Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Coming up on today's show, we're going to take a look at the latest preseason position rankings from across the country, but of course we'll focus in on the Big Ten, from Pro Football Focus, the site that runs pretty much all the numbers in all football games and gives you really, really precise rankings on things. They've got their list of top 50 quarterbacks, top 25 running backs and wide receivers, and plenty of Big Ten names all over it. We'll get into all that here as we start with the show. And thank you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. We're here at least three times a week during the off-season months. Once August starts back up again, we'll be back to every day Monday through Friday as we, of course, get ready for the football season. Let's dive into some football projections, though, here from PFF. It's, again, quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that we're looking at. PFF gives their preseason rankings largely based, I'm sure, on prior performance from quarterbacks and running backs and things in their grades, as well as projections going forward, and some notes made on Big Ten players in posts that they've done throughout the week this week as well. Let's dive into it, though, at the quarterback position. Not surprisingly, as we've talked about time and time again, the top quarterback on the list from PFF at the Big Ten level is C.J. Stroud. He comes in at number four overall throughout the entire country. The three in front of him, pretty good names to be compared with. It's Bryce Young from Alabama, Caleb Williams from USC, and we are still only talking about current Big Ten quarterbacks right now, and then Spencer Rattler out of South Carolina. Those three, then C.J. Stroud wrapping out the top five is Sam Hartman from Wake Forest, actually. But not surprisingly, C.J. Stroud at the top. He has the resume, he has, of course, the stats, and he has the weapons, which we'll get to when we talk about wide receivers, to back it all up. It's all lining up for C.J. Stroud to have another outstanding year. I don't know how you can beat some of the records that he was setting and the paces that he was setting last season on Ohio State's offense, but again... There's not too much to talk about about why C.J. Stroud's at the top. It's pretty obvious. After that, though, things do get a little bit interesting. I think that, at least in my mind, and across what I've seen in Big Ten news or analysis or other predictions and things like this, it had been Aiden O'Connell who had emerged as kind of that number two Big Ten quarterback going into the season. Partly because he has that experience, partly because he looked good when he was throwing the football, and I think also partly because there aren't that many strong quarterbacks in the Big Ten this year. It's not something that's unsurprising, given what the Big Ten's been putting out previously, but again, it's C.J. Stroud and then a huge drop to everybody else. So who do you put at that second spot? PFF puts Talia Tungavaloa to his younger brother, the player at Maryland, who we've t- said many times on the show obviously has the arm to make big throws and 
in my opinion, is kind of a candidate always to have a big breakout season at any time. We've seen him have the breakout games. The consistency just has not been there. But PFF puts him not only second in the Big Ten, but 11th in all the country, which is interesting, if you ask me. The next Big Ten quarterback is Aiden O'Connell. He comes in at number 15. But to have Tungavailoa over him, it could be because of the weapons he has. We'll talk about the Maryland wide receivers on the top 25 list later on in the show. But I think that PFF is anticipating him to kind of have a little bit of a jump here in their stats. Because if you look over it, Tungavailoa has, again, shown flashes, but has not shown that consistency. I think maybe they're thinking that the maturity of this kid as he gets into another year of starting, another year here in a system, and another year of trying to put things together, I think they're thinking that he could be a candidate to really, really jump this season. And again, in a Big Ten where who the second best quarterback is is without a doubt up for grabs, I don't think it's all that surprising to see him there. Seeing him at number 11, I mean, I don't know. You look at the other quarterbacks on this list. You've got Grayson McCall of Coastal Carolina, Brennan Armstrong, Virginia, Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma, Keaton Slovis, Tyler Van Dyke, and then Talia. It's a list of guys where, like, wherever he ends up nationally here, again, I think that you're looking at probably those top four of Stroud, Rattler, Williams, and Young as the elite group. Even nationally, though, after that, I feel like you could – mix and match these players and put them really wherever you want. So on the national spectrum, I don't really care that much about him being 11th overall out of 50, but having him over Aiden O'Connell, I think was surprising. Again, O'Connell does come in third, and then it's Cade McNamara of Michigan, followed by Tanner Morgan of Michigan of uh, Minnesota and Connor Bazelik of Indiana. That's all for the top 50. McNamara's 29, Morgan's 38, Bazelik's 47. That leaves out a couple of big, big names in the Big Ten, mainly Peyton Thorne. I looked over some articles and posts on some other Big Ten quarterback rankings just to try and see, like, okay, where are other people putting these guys? Uh, a USA Today post had Connor Bazelic 11th out of 14 Big Ten quarterbacks. Athlon had him 10th out of the 14 starters in the Big Ten. In these lists, Peyton Thorne was like consensus top five, number three guy behind Stroud and McConnell in a lot of cases. He's not even on this top 50 list. Maybe we'll talk to Matt Sheen about it at some point on why exactly that is. Maybe there are some numbers that like PFF would really have and put big weight on that he struggles with. But I was expecting Peyton Thorne to be on this list. I was expecting to see maybe a Sean Clifford on this list before Connor Vazelic of Indiana. You don't also see Graham Mertz, which may be a little bit more understandable if you ask Wisconsin fans. Uh, Casey Thompson, the transfer coming to Nebraska, is not on this list either. That's a guy who had been consistently ranked above a couple of these guys like Tanner Morgan and Connor Bazelic on this list. It's, again, not really clear exactly how PFF posted these rankings, how much it's weighted on past performance based on future projection or anything like that. But like a guy like Tanner Morgan, who's going into what seems like year eight, starting for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, he's somebody who I feel like could really benefit from whatever format it is PFF is using if they are basing it on the old stats. Because he's been around a long time. He's been a pretty consistent quarterback. Never been flashy, never been great. But he's been there and been good enough for the Gophers. So he gets himself a spot in the top 50. That makes sense to me. But leaving some of these other guys off in that same vein then doesn't. So... 
I'd be really interested to see how these all were ranked. But again, top to bottom, CJ Stroud, Talia Tungavaloa, Aiden O'Connell, Cade McNamara, Tanner Morgan, and Connor Bazelik, the top six quarterbacks in the Big Ten, according to the predictions out of PFF. Now, there are some notes actually from PFF. They post their rankings and then a post with, with some actual explanations on some of their rankings as well. This was written by Anthony Treish back on July 11th for the quarterbacks. He talked about both Talia Tungvaloa and Aiden O'Connell. They fit into their biggest sleepers category that they put. They put under the rankings. There was uh, biggest projections, biggest sleepers, things along that. So Talia comes in as the biggest sleepers category. Here's their explanation for him, which was one of the most, uh, I guess, intriguing to me because this was one of the more confusing rankings, having him number two in the Big Ten, 11th nationally. Uh, it says, Tungabailoa is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the country as he quietly earned an elite 90.8 PFF ranking in 2021. So obviously PFF rankings matter in these rankings, showing improvement in the most critical areas of the position. This is key. The 205-pound quarterback consistently delivered accurate and anticipatory throws in addition to making the right decisions in neutral situations. He recorded zero turnover-worthy plays in over half of his starts and ranked sixth in the Power 5 in uncatchable pass rate beyond the line of scrimmage. So he's not throwing balls that are uncatchable. He's not making bad decisions. He's not turning the ball over. Those are the things that PFF really, really values, or, or at least he's not uh, making plays that they determine deserved to be turnovers. Maybe he had some bad turnover luck and things like that. Uh, it says he does need to work on being too forceful with the Terps when the Terps start to fall behind, but overall he's one of the best at the craft in college football. So they're banking on the maturity here, I guess. The idea that Tungavailoa in most situations does the right things, but gets himself in trouble when the team falls behind and he needs to start to force things, or when he really, really, again, just gets under pressure and can't do too much. He, he's not someone who makes mistakes, though, when he is settled in. And I think that's what leads to the ranking there of putting him over an O'Connell or anybody else, really, for that matter. Uh, later on, it says Purdue hasn't had a quarterback, speaking of O'Connell, this noteworthy since Drew Brees and Kyle Orton which is pretty high praise for the third-ranked quarterback in their Big Ten. He's coming off a breakout season in which he earned a 90.6 PFF grade, almost identical to Tunga Valois, and a Power 5 leading 7.8% big-time throw rate. I don't know exactly what that means, but 7.8% big-time throw rate is apparently best in all of the country or all of the Power 5. Uh, the Boilermakers' offense doesn't live and die by the deep ball, but it has a quarterback that is good at hitting them. That must be what big-time throws mean. So let's look at the quarterback position. A little bit wonky if you ask me. Some names left off, some names higher than I thought they would be. But it seems like it's pretty heavily produced off of what they've done before, according to PFF, and what their mistakes have been in how fixable I guess they think that is. At least at the quarterback position, I think that makes sense. We're going to talk about wide receivers here in just a second, but before we get to it, Bet Online is the place to go for all of your sports betting needs. If you want to bet on the game, Bet Online has it. If you want to learn more about betting on the games, it's hard to do. You can go over to betonline.net and get some valuable information for yourself on not just general sports betting stuff, but stuff specific to right now. The British Open's going on. It's the middle of Major League Baseball season, and to be quite honest, betting on baseball is kind of hard if you're used to normally just betting 
setting game lines for basketball and football. So if you want to know more about the specifics of maybe in-game betting for baseball, uh, betting on strikeout props or home run props and things like that, you can head over to Bet Online and learn some stuff, add something to your betting repertoire going forward. It's all the things you need to get yourself started or get yourself better at what you're doing, smarter with what you're doing over at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so let's continue going on with what PFF has on the running back side of things. Only 25 running backs listed here, but Big Ten still well represented. You've got, and I'll just run down the list here. Ohio State's Travion Henderson is number one overall and number four in the nation. Second best, Braylon Allen of Wisconsin. Donovan Edwards of Michigan comes in after that at 14. Chase Brown of Illinois is 15. Muhammad Ibrahim of Minnesota is 21. And Mayan Williams, also from Ohio State, rounds out the list of Big Ten players at number 24. Uh, first off, off the top and I guess bottom of this list too, I am really interested to see how Ohio State uses those two clearly very talented running backs. I guess I'm mostly interested in seeing where can Williams fit himself in and find a role because it does seem like that he's just too talented to leave off the field, right? So Ryan Day is going to have to find some packages for this guy. He's going to have to find some things for him to do. And I don't think it takes Travion Henderson off the field that often, but whatever it is he's best at, we're, we're going to find out soon. And I, I think Day is going to be really, really selective about using him when he can really, really explode and has big play potential on a play. I think that's where you see Williams fit in alongside the consistency of a Travion Henderson. I, someone's starting a motor outside. I don't know if you can hear that on the mic or not. Second best running back could have been the first if you ask me. Braylon Edwards, or Braylon, Braylon Edwards, Braylon Allen of Wisconsin is a guy who's, I mean, just, he's been there. He's consistent. Again, number seven in the country. Big Ten's pretty stacked. I mean, it's six out of the top 25 running backs here. When we get to the wide receivers, it'll be seven out of the top 20 wide receivers when we get to that list. So skill positions are not lacking in the Big Ten. Experience at that skill position is not lacking in the Big Ten, which is part of the reason why I was a little bit surprised to see Michigan's Donovan Edwards come in at number three here. He's 14 overall. Pro Football Focus didn't write anything extra on him, so I don't have the thinking behind here anymore. But this is a guy who, in 35 tries last season in Illinois, had five yards per carry. He was good in the receiving game, too. I don't have the exact stats in front of me. But he was used there and effective there as well. I don't know how much you can put him over some guys who have been there before, like, say, a Chase, Chase Brown or a Muhammad Ibrahim. I mean, Chase Brown, he tallied 1,000 yards in 10 games last season. That should be my number three guy. Mohamed Ibrahim has already won Big Ten running back of the year before. It was two years ago, but still, he would easily be my number three guy. Mohamed Ibrahim, probably, I think, most disrespected guy on this list from a Big Ten standpoint. Number 21 in the nation is perfectly fine, but as far as him being the fifth best running back in the Big Ten... It just seems like it should be better than that. Henderson and Allen, I understand, but then it's either Mo Ibrahim. If you want to try to argue for Chase Brown, you can. But I don't see how Donovan Edwards is that guy. I would have liked to have seen something from PFF trying to explain that a little bit more. I mean, he was good. He showed potential. And I'm sure I'll have people who watched all of the Michigan games, of course, in the messages telling me just how good he looked and how good he will be again this year. But at least right now, it doesn't seem like he's proven it. 
And it does seem like PFF is using some of, okay, what have you proven in making these rankings. So it was just a little bit confusing to me as to why he checked in where he did. Now, as far as the notes PFF did make here, Chase Brown did get some. Again, he listed under the biggest sleepers here in this top 25. Uh, Brown is the most Illini's most important player, it says, and it's not particularly close. He is also Illinois' most valuable returning player overall in 2022. He had boomer bust tendencies in 2021, multiple elite graded games, which is 90 or better, but also had some poor grade marks, 60 or below. Again, PFF grades from 0 to 150 is dead average always. So always pretty good, but not always elite. The numbers overall in the season, of course, come out. Again, 1,000 yards in 10 games is impressive. But I think PFF's banking on him to take that next step as well. Knock off those inconsistencies, like maybe you'll see from Italia Tungavailoa, and be able to become that guy who does it game in and game out. When you get into the later parts of these lists, I think that's the big part. The potential is there. PFF sees the potential, sees what he can do, and is, I think, betting on an ability to be able to break into that and do it on an every game basis. Again, I think Mo Ibrahim needs to be higher on this list. Mayan Williams, we'll see what he ends up doing, but at least I think on pure talent, he gets onto this list as well. But it's a list of running backs that again, is stacked in the Big 10 and he can't argue with the top. Travion Henderson, Braylon Allen, they're gonna be running all over the Big 10 this season. As long as Henderson gets enough touches when CJ Stroud isn't airing out the ball and you know that Wisconsin's gonna be running the ball plenty as well as they always do, there's really no questions if you ask me. Now let's get into the running backs here on the show. We're going to have it for you here in just a second. Back in on Locked On Big Ten, we're talking running backs here on the program. Before we get into it, though, a reminder that while we're, of course, the college show, I'm willing to bet you like NFL football, too. And which NFL stars move the betting lines the most? Now you can find out. Starting July 18th, next Monday, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers, the 50 players who move the game lines the most from week to week per bet online. It's available July 18th on the Locked On NFL feeds wherever you get your podcasts and also on YouTube. All right, let's talk wide receivers. It's going to be a big, big list of Big Ten wide receivers here this season. I'm going to start by just going down from top to bottom, and you'll notice some things here as I do it. Number one overall is Jackson Smith in Jigba, rightfully so. Dominant in Ohio State last season, only going to be getting better this season, only going to be seeing more touches this season. He's going to be really good. Parker Washington at Penn State comes in at number 13. Dante Demis Jr. of Maryland is at 14. Rakeem Jarrett of Maryland is at 16. Mitchell Tinsley of Penn State is at 18. Ronnie Bell of Michigan is at 19, and Jaden Reed of Michigan State is at 20. I mentioned it last segment, but that's seven Big Ten wide receivers in the top 20 in the nation, according to PFF. Of course, Smith and Jigbet at the top I already mentioned. Cannot be argued. He is the number one wide receiver in the country, and I don't really think it's all that close. PFF notes on him at the top is he had a record-breaking ending to his 2021 season when he had 300 36 yards and three touchdowns in the Rose Bowl last year. That kind of solidifies you as the number one guy going forward. Of course, Marvin Harrison Jr. is still on that team for Ohio State. And I think that the big conversation to be had here is less with the individuals, 
although we'll talk a little bit more about that, and more about what is the best wide receiving unit in the Big Ten this season. Because when you look at this, you have the Ohio State guys who you know are going to be good, but then you have the two Penn State guys, Parker Washington at 13, Mitchell Tinsley at 18, and two Maryland guys, Dante Demis Jr. at 14 and Rakeem Jarrett at 16. And with all of those guys and so many talented players in the Big Ten, I think you have three really good cases that the Big Ten could have, kind of like it was last year, the best wide receiver group in all of college football. I mean, obviously, seven out of the top 20 would say that PFFs think so as well. But will it be Maryland? Will it be Penn State? Or will it be Ohio State? I think Ohio State's on top. But as far as like who could be the second best team in that Big Ten East, I think you're looking at who could have the best wide receiver core. Because when you're talking about Talia Tungvaloa throwing to those two guys and Sean Clifford throwing to those two guys at Penn State, I mean, those connections are the differences between wins and losses, just how well it works. If there's something that clicks between Sean Clifford and Mitchell Tinsley or Parker Washington this season, not only are those two good, but Sean Clifford looks a lot better. Sean Clifford could end up as the number two wide, or number two quarterback in the Big Ten by the end of it, in our opinions. And it would all just depend on, again, just how well he connects with his receivers on a play-to-play basis. How much is there to be gained in this offseason from these guys? PFF said it. The Big Ten has the best wide receivers in the country. There's good corners, too. But this is going to be some teams that has a really, really fun time out there and will be really, really fun to watch because of these kind of players. Experienced quarterbacks throwing to talented wide receivers is a formula for not only success, but again, just really fun football. And I think we're gonna get that this year. I think Ohio State, of course, has to be the front runner for who's gonna be best in the wide receiving game and overall, but both in the wide receiving game and overall too. If you're trying to pick a second team, I would look at, okay, how much do I believe in that connection between Tunga Bailoa and his two elite guys? Or Sean Clifford and his two elite guys? Or even Cade McNamara and Ronnie Bell, the reigning Big Ten East champions, and whoever his number two is. You can throw them into the mix too. I'd say those three teams right now, Penn State, Maryland, Michigan. If you're looking at who's going to be best, in fact, you can throw Michigan State in there too with Jaden Reed. Make it a fourth one. I think those four teams competing for that second best in the Big Ten spot, if you had to ask me right now, I'd say biggest thing that could decide it, how big is that connection between the quarterback and the elite weapons that, according to PFF, all of them have? Who can take best advantage under center? Peyton Thorne, Talia Tungavailoa, Cade McNamara, or J.J. McCarthy, or the fourth one that I'm forgetting? Thorne, Talavailoa, McNamara, Sean Clifford, of course. Whoever does it best is my pick to be that second team in the Big Ten East. My pick to be that team that challenges Ohio State. Michigan obviously has the advantage right now as a whole roster, but as far as like, okay, what could get them to break out, that would be what I would pick. Thanks as always for listening into Locked On Big Ten and listening to me ramble here for 20 some odd minutes on the show as always. We are going to be back on Monday with more guests and more things to talk about, about whatever happens over the weekend in Big Ten news. And uh, it's probably too early to speculate even what could happen over the next few days. So much has been going on. I mean, we had the show yesterday, but we were going over things from last week just because we were talking about expansion so much. 
We'll talk more expansion, I'm sure. We'll talk more about what could be coming next for the Big Ten, Notre Dame maybe next, AAU requirements we need to get into with somebody. It'll be a big, big mess of shows, of course, next week, as always here on Locked On Big Ten. Be sure you tune in at Locked On Big Ten, Locked On Big One Zero, wherever it is you listen to podcasts and on YouTube too. And I'm at Nate with Sports on Twitter as well. Until next time, this has been Locked On Big Ten.